Welcome to the Enlightened Podcast. Career, motherhood, success and conversations. I am your host, Uluyanda Duma. Through candid discussions, the Enlightened Podcast explores the triumphs, challenges, as well as nuances of navigating the complex world of career and motherhood. We also dive deep into strategies for success. Join me as I shine a light on the intersection of career, motherhood, and success. Prepare to be enlightened. Hi, beloveds. Welcome to the Enlightened Podcast. I'm your host, Uluya Duma, and thank you once again for joining me for another thoughtful Tuesday. So today I want to speak about something that's quite important, especially during this time of the year. And I've been seeing so many memes about year in fatigue, right? And I think if I can be quite honest, this is, this is a safe space. I am currently experiencing year in fatigue. I am so exhausted. Um, and I think it just takes me, it just takes a little more energy than usual to get things done around this time of the year. And the weather does not even help because it's extremely hot and you become extremely tired. But I think let's talk about the term year in fatigue when we look at it from a, a workplace and more HR focus, because, you know, I am an HR enthusiast and I need to, you know, give you the right tools and strategies just to help you finish off strong because another thing that year in fatigue can tend to do is that you lose a lot of motivation you won't end up finishing strong um you might you know just compromise your goals especially the things that you still have the opportunity to sort of complete with the i think what is it five weeks or six weeks left of the year so we hear a lot about the term year in fatigue and some people may say that year in fatigue is a state of mind right um and I think it's something that I believe really exists because we've gone through, what, 300 days already um, and 300 plus days already. And by this time of the year, we are utterly exhausted and it's normal. But I always say that the best way to overcome something is to acknowledge, be aware that this might be happening. Once you're aware, you are able to manage the situation better, right? So the term year in fatigue is often described um, or des- describes the exhaustion and the tiredness and the decreased motivation that can set in as the year obviously comes to a close, right? So this is typically during the final months being your Novembers, your Octobers, Novembers, Decembers, um, you know, before the year ends where we feel like we have decreased morale, we are feeling exhausted And it's really kind of hard for us to continue with the momentum that we had in the first couple of months of the year, right? So this can result from a variety of factors, right? Such as your work, if you're in school, it's definitely school and it's stress or we are too eager and excited for the holiday preparations that we have, as well as just a culmination of the year's worth of activities, right? We've done a lot in this year. We've overcome a lot. We've been through a lot. So by the time, you know, the year comes to a close, we are feeling like I can't do this anymore, right? So there are strategies that I want to share with you today that could help us, you know, overcome your fatigue. But I think before I speak about the strategies, I want us to look at the common signs and symptoms of year end fatigue, right? These are not carved in stone um, and you might not experience all of them. You might experience one or two, but it's 
you know, it's good to know what year-end fatigue feels like. So you know if you need to sort of start acting on these strategies that I'm going to give you to help you finish off strong. So the most common one is decreased motivation, right? You don't feel motivated or enthusiastic about doing your daily tasks, whether it be going to school, studying, whether it be going to work, doing what you need to do, and so forth, right? You are, you know, irritable, right? Increased irritability is another one, right? So you become easily annoyed and frustrated. And I think with these heat, with this heat, it's, it's so easy to be irritable, right? Um, or you get irritable over really small issues. Then comes fatigue and exhaustion, right? You are feeling physically and mentally tired, right? Even if you have enough rest. And this is how I knew that I might be experiencing year end fatigue because I even changed my schedule. I even said to Habi, I want to start sleeping early because every time I wake up, I'm feeling tired, right? So now we go to bed around nine, right? And when I wake up at eight or seven in the morning, I am exhausted, right? So this was a common one for me that was like, hey, you might be experiencing this year in fatigue, right? Number four, you might have difficulties in concentrating, right? So you find it as a challenge to focus on a task um, and you're experiencing sort of a decline when it comes to your attention span. So you can't, you can't focus on something for a long time um, and it's easy for your mind to just jump from one thing to another, Right. Then you have insomnia or a change in your sleeping patterns. Some people will find it difficult to sleep. Some people will sleep a lot. Um, you know, some people will struggle to stay asleep or experience changes in how long they sleep, right? So their sleep duration, that's also quite a common one. Then we've got your physical symptoms where people can experience muscle tensions, they can get headaches or other physical discomforts without a clear medical cause, right? Where you are not sick, you're not getting the fever, you're not getting the flu, but you're experiencing all these symptoms, right? Then we have emotional distress. So here you've got increased feelings of stress, of anxiety, and just feeling overwhelmed because obviously you've got things that you want to achieve by the time the year comes to a close. But because you're tired, you're sleep deprived, you're experiencing these physical and emotional symptoms, you are exhausted, you are unable to go for everything that you have to, hence why you'll feel a little bit stressed, right? You have to study, you've got an upcoming exam, but you are unable, you don't have the motivation to study, so you'll then begin start to feel overwhelmed and stressed because exams are lined up. Then you've got cynicism or detachment, right? So here is when you then start developing sort of like a negative attitude or withdrawing from any social interactions, right? It can happen. And I think this is more of like the severe cases where you literally are just like, can the year end already? There's nothing more that I can achieve. It's been a horrible year. You know, you have that negative attitude towards everything around you. And lastly, increased procrastination. I have seen this. No, I'm going to do it tomorrow. No, tomorrow, right? So putting off task and responsibility more than usual. And the reason why I'm discussing these common signs and symptoms is that I feel it's very important for us to recognize these signs early on and also then take proactive steps to sort of address them, right? So if you are stressed, let's start implementing stress management techniques. Let's practice more self-care. Let's seek support if needed, right? Because these symptoms can tend to be sort of very unhealthy. So there are sort of, you know, some strategies and techniques to overcome year-end fatigue that I want to share with you, right? Three, 
One, I need us to start setting realistic goals towards the end of the year, right? You need to prioritize your tasks and your goals and focus on what must be done to accomplish the year, right? Don't overbear yourself with, you know, um, a lot of tasks and things that can be, you know, put off for next year. Focus on what you need to accomplish before the year ends, right? So you must set smart goals, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timed, right? So that it can help you prevent being overwhelmed. And you can also maintain that sense of motivation. So if you don't need to complete something before the year end, you can put it off for the following year. Self-care and rest, very important. Even if it means adjusting your schedule, just like I have to say, you know what? I'm choosing to go to bed early. Yes, the holidays are coming. I'm going to stay up as much as I want. But just for the duration of this working weeks that I have left, I want to go to bed at nine, right? So I can get a full on eight hours. I can be well rested. And that's me prioritizing self-care and rest, right? So you must take time for self-care and relaxation. If the gym makes you feel good and gives you energy in these hot days, then do so. Get enough sleep, maintain a a balanced and healthy diet, exercise regularly and engage in activities that will help you unwind and feel relaxed, right? So if you are managing your physical and mental health during this period, then you are going to win. And it's very crucial that we do so, right? Because we have less energy, drink your water, make sure that you're hydrated in this heat so that you can keep your energy levels up, right? And then lastly, time management. You need to use effective time management skills so that to ensure you are meeting your deadlines, um, you are ticking off things on your to-do list, and you are limiting anything that could be a distraction during this time, right? So such as breaking tasks into manageable chunks and making sure... um, you know, that you are approaching them, that you are doing the task that you need to do and you are fulfilling everything that you need to do, right? And it's important to always remember that year in fatigue is very common. Um, you are not a horrible person or a lazy person by experiencing this, but it's also very essential to be kind to yourself during this time, right? If needs be, speak to a friend, seek support, you know, speak to a professional to help you navigate through this. It's a real thing. And you have to take it easy on yourself and make sure that you do what you're able to do while still, you know, keeping your head up high. I mean, you know, Christmas is around the corner. Holiday season is around the corner. We've got all these great plans to look forward to. You also just don't want to finish off the year strong because when you get time to enjoy those, you know, preparations that you have for the holiday, you might be feeling a little bit guilty about how you finished off your year. So hence why I felt it was so important for us to address this topic of year end fatigue. What is it? How do I know if I'm experiencing it? And now that I know that I am experiencing it, what are some of the things that I can do? to sort of overcome it, right? You need a positive mindset. Cultivate a positive mindset and focus on things that you can control, right? Make sure that, you know, positive, because you know positive thinking will enhance your level of resilience, right? During times when things feel difficult and challenging. So you want to make sure that you cultivate a positive mindset. You connect with others. You celebrate your achievements. You prioritize your self-care, manage your time well, and also set realistic goals. And I think that's exactly how you can then 
you know, overcome this year in fatigue. And lastly, remember, it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to make adjustments um, around your plans when needed because taking intentional steps to manage your year in fatigue can contribute to a very satisfying conclusion to your year. And I think that's everything and more that we want to achieve. We want to make sure we close off the year strong. So please do share this with a friend. Um, if you need a little bit of encouragement, listen to it again, write things down so you can remind yourself that, hey, I'm experiencing this. Put up signs or little um, notes around your office, your workstation, your study table to say, hey, have a positive mindset, manage your task, right? Don't procrastinate. Little reminders that will keep you going as the year draws to a close, right? So I hope that this will be valuable information and I hope that you have been enlightened by this episode. And yeah, see you in the next episode on Thursday, which will be our final guest episode for the year, for the season. And I will make sure that it's going to be a great one, right? So even the Latin podcast is drawing close to the end of the season and we are hoping that this information that we are sharing and imparting is one that will help you succeed and one that will keep you enlightened. Again, my name is Ulluanda Duma and this has been the Enlightened Podcast. Thank you. Till next time. Beloveds, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope that you have been enlightened. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a comment, and share with a friend. But before I let you go, remember, enlightenment is not just a change into something better or more, but a simple recognition of who we truly are. Till next time, my name is Uliana Duma, and this has been the Enlightened Podcast.